Hey folks, it's uh, Madana here. Today I'd like uh, to bring your attention to uh, something which is uh, of utmost importance, which is maintaining continuity of government during times of crisis. And uh, connecting to this topic, I will... Uh, explain why it is uh, risky to have uh, governments exposed to humongous crises due to the fact that governments are more often than not embedded into the, their countries or their respective jurisdictions, most important cities. In any way, uh, This is something I've been meaning to talk to you about for quite some time. This continues my theme of talking about uh, cities and uh, the way cities are uh, now uh, handling this latest coronavirus uh, crisis, this crisis, and what lessons can be learned going forward. To get things started, uh, let us uh, look at... Uh, countries of the world today that have a bifurcated uh, system of uh, a ceremonial capital and an administrative headquarters. Case in point, the Netherlands. According to the Dutch constitution and, uh, and for uh, all intents and purposes and uh, according to all international maps, etc., the capital of uh, Holland is... Amsterdam. Yet government does not sit in Amsterdam, neither does the king live in Amsterdam, nor is the country's apex court situated there and the diplomatic corps also does not operate out of uh, Amsterdam. Rather, Amsterdam is uh, more often than not reserved purely for ceremonial functions and for state events the coronation or alternatively the inauguration of a new monarch, the state opening of parliament, the accreditation of uh, ambassadors, events that are to celebrate uh, civic accomplishments, etc. These things take place in Amsterdam, things largely of a ceremonial function and not an executive or a practical administrative function. This is one part of the bifurcated uh, capital administrative headquarters system. The other side is the seat of government, which is where the government sits, which is where parliament functions, which is where the Prime Minister of Holland governs his country from. And which is where all embassies are situated for practicalities. That location in uh, Holland is The Hague. His Majesty King Wilhelm Alexander operates out of The Hague. The weekly audiences are granted to the Prime Minister in The Hague. Mark Ruter, 
governs his country from the Hague and all ambassadors conduct their business from the Hague as do most bureaucratic uh, agencies. This allows the Dutch an insurance policy which is that if their most important city gets affected, continuity of government is not affected and day to day operation of the country's constitution does not come to a halt nor does effective administration of the country's people. And as is now being understood clearly and transparently with regards to what is happening in national capitals, which also happen to be the most important cities in these respective countries, case in point Paris, London, Madrid and New Delhi for instance, Spikes of cases of coronavirus are effectively bringing the capital regions to a grinding halt. Presidents and prime ministers, etc., are having to scramble to develop contingency plans and have designated survivors, etc., in place, as I have mentioned in episode 1. And uh, Smooth functioning of government is jeopardized. Ambassadors, etc., are having to tell their staff to operate at minimum capacity. Embassies are operated on a skeletal basis. Ministries are understaffed. Parliament is unable to operate in regular fashion, so on and so forth, all because the capital of the country is also the most important city of the country and the administrative and the governing functions happen to be located in one location which is very vulnerable to attack by way of any crises. Going forward, I would uh, recommend more and more people to situate their administrative headquarters and their government headquarters away from the most important cities. Case in point, Belgaum in my home state of Karnataka in India. My hometown of Bangalore happens to be the most important city and the capital of Karnataka and where government sits. Due to Bangalore being a red zoned district, smooth functioning of government is severely jeopardized. Most ministries are running with skeletal staff. The high court is not sitting in its regular fashion and the assembly is not able to scrutinize the chief minister's handling of the crisis. This effectively means that the operation of the constitution of India with regards to Karnataka as a state has now come to a grinding halt or at, is at serious risk. Were the state to shift its administrative headquarters and the seat of government to Belgaum, which has the necessary infrastructure to operate as a seat of government, i.e. a dedicated assembly building where the assembly can meet, the office space, etc. for the government to operate from, an airport for uh, important supply, etc. to come in and for people to get in and sufficient uh, VVIP lodgings for the various officials to live. If 
the state were to operate from Belgaum, it would be easier to seal off the government and to ensure continuity of government and the operation of the constitution while giving ministers and the leaders a dispassionate view of the crisis not being surrounded by a hot spot, thus allowing them to look at the whole state and take a holistic uh, approach to disposing of this particular crisis rather than being blinded by what happens in the most important city. The feedback loop is more, uh, shall I say, uh, effective when the capital and the seat of government do not happen to both fall upon the most important cities. As now our state's response plan is entirely more or less based upon what the ministers are seeing around them in Bangalore, where they are all, for lack of a better word, hold up. This also brings into my uh, point what I made earlier with regards to digital democracy, which is that uh, as the adaptation, as uh, as the governments adapt to this crisis, as digital democracy becomes more prevalent, it would make less and less of a sense to have a concentrated capital and would uh, facilitate a dispersed, decentralized uh, assortment of institutions of government, thus ensuring anti-fragility in terms of continuity of government and the constitution will assuredly remain operational even in the worst of times. It simply does not make sense in today's world, folks, for us to have uh, such a dangerous level of concentration of power. Granted, there are historical extremes like Versailles, where the leadership is totally disconnected from the people, but the cost outweighs the benefits. Louis XIV was right to move the government of France away from Paris. The Dutch have an eminently sensible plan and I would heartily recommend it for adoption elsewhere. Subscribe and keep in touch. Drop a note as to what you'd like me to talk about next. Uh, I'll be back.